You're listening to the Rambling Matt Ramage podcast. Let's go! What is up, everybody? I am here. Uh, I appreciate you tuning in. We got Corey Banky, Cheesehead TV. What is up, my man? Uh, thanks for joining me. I know you're a very busy guy. It's Bears Week. Come on, man. Dude. Who would I rather be with but you, bro? It is Bears frick- Week. It is freaking Bears Week. No, I, I was supposed to do a Bears podcast today. I'm doing it tomorrow. Dude, that is what I love about Bears fans. It's like I, I tweeted about this. I said Bears fans are so awesome that they asked. Like I've had a lot of Bears fans uh, podcasts ask me to come on their shit because I just troll them so much, and they could take the joke. Like they understand. Like this is a rivalry. No Viking fan has ever asked me to come on their podcast. They're also, so have you seen their offense, dude. <laughs> I'd be asking you on my show too. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I why mean, wouldn't? Come on, if, if 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 I'm a Vikings fan, dude, I would I would ask me to come on the podcast just because. Oh, all day. Just because they beat us and they they have a lot. I don't have a lot to talk because I would just keep mentioning the record, but and they lost to the Cowboys, but they still have a little bit to flex, like the Bears. They like, do. I don't. I, the, what, they, they Delvin don't. Cook? They got a Delvin Cook flex? Oh, yeah. No, but that that's that's what they got. They that's beat about it. it. Yeah. Dude, that, that is what bothered me about the Vikings game is that they had one they have one player. They have one player, and that player beat us. And that's what hurt. But uh anyway, how, how are you doing? <laughs> I don't want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> you brought up the Vikings, bro. I didn't mean to. It was an accident. I've been drinking. Uh, I hear you. Well, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be this podcast if you wouldn't drink. So, uh, cheers to that. Yeah, dude. Cheers to that. I gotta crack this beer. No, but there that, you go. That is. Uh, I think I'm at my best one. I did a sober podcast once. Nobody watched. <laughs> um, it was I'm like doing good, man. I'm doing good. I listened. I did. You watch the uh, Pat McAfee show with one QB one Aaron Rodgers? I think everybody watched that today. Had a good time. Good time watching. I loved when he like picked up the drink and he was like, mm, <laughs> Yeah, because Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that was, was so great. good. You know what's funny? Because I was preparing for this podcast because uh, I wasn't for oh, sure it was going to happen. Prepared? Oh, wow. I was. I was. I was trying to, but so then I, I. I uh, I was I watched clips all day at Pat McAfee's show or whatever. I like the main clips that Pat posts during his uh during the day. And then uh I was on YouTube like looking, I was like, I'm preparing for this podcast. I'm writing little notes in my phone and shit. And then Pat McAfee's like full interview, Aaron Rodgers, like, well, I should probably click on this and see what happened. So I spent like the half hour wasted watching <laughs> <laughs> watching that show. Yeah, was, no, but yeah. like it was it was great, like when he talked about his doing uh the no look pass, <laughs> and then Pat was like, "Oh, good thing uh, Pat Mahomes brought that in." <laughs> like he's like, "Yeah, no one's been doing that for years." And I, I know that people are gonna hate on them, but Aaron Rodgers was dissing Pat McAfee or uh, Patrick Mahomes, but it wasn't because obviously they're friends. No. They do commercially, yeah. But like obviously people they make that quarterbacks have been doing that. Yeah, Brett Favre, like he mentioned, Brett Favre was doing it back in the day. And he literally, he literally practice. said he learned it from Favre. He said he, yeah, uh, when he was asked, he they were like, "Well, did you ever do that before?" And he's like, "No, I kind of started doing that when I saw Favre doing it," and that's kind yeah. of amazing. I mean, 
Dude, like, there's so much that, like, people all the talk about Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre and, like, their relationship back in the day and, like, how he didn't teach him. But it doesn't matter because he taught him. Uh, like, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, because this is the thing that I always argue with people about uh, Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. They're like, well, Brett Favre taught him everything he knows. Like, he didn't teach him everything he knows. Like, if, if I went to play quarterback and I was successful, which I wouldn't be, then whoever that quarterback was would taught me everything I know because I know nothing right now. But Aaron Rodgers was <laughs> Aaron Rodgers was good on his own, but he right. learned some shit. Obviously, it doesn't he learned a ton of things. Yeah, yeah. Whether Favre just, wanted to teach him or not, right? Just yeah. Favre being Favre, just Favre being around. I mean, when you're around greatness, you learn stuff. You know, I mean, shit. I I hang out with Aaron Nagler, and sometimes I learn something about football. But <laughs> I'm sure he learned a little bit too. No, because that's just what it is. Because I, I was talking about this the other day uh, about Joey. You know, Joey the Jaguar from the Underage Packers podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. About the Big B. And uh, I was talking to someone. I was like, oh, I did this podcast. And they're like, and I, I said, he's 15 years old. Let me turn on his comments so I can see what people are saying. But uh, I learned a lot from Joey the Jaguar. Dude, Joey, I think, is the most underrated podcast. And, and, and Big B, too. But I, I've talked a lot. Dude, I agree. Uh, the first time I was doing a Patreon, we were doing a, a Cheesehead TV Patreon Zoom happy hour. And it was first time I met Joey. And Nagler literally was like, oh, Corey, Joey, that kid's legit. He's coming after us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I, 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 dude, I was saying, I was like, first of all, I want to give a shout out to this comment. <laughs> Call me out. Nice <laughs> yeah, I got the green screen. I'm working on some stuff over here. Get off me. No, but but Joey, he's really good. And Big B, too. But, like, Big B's getting a lot of love lately, which he should. And I think he's yeah. great. And uh, yeah. beating the hell out of cancer. And shout out yeah. to Big B. But uh, I think Joey deserves some love, too, because I think I think he's awesome. I do. I really do. I think he's uh, here he is now. He's tuning in. But uh, Joey the Jaguar, he does a great job. Everyone, check out the Underage Packers podcast, dude. I guarantee you someday they're, they're going to be doing some big world. Yeah, they're taking, they're, over, they're taking the over the world. world. I'll be dead, and they'll be like overlords. Yeah, someday I'll be begging them to come on my podcast. I'm like, nah, I'm busy. <laughs> nah, bro. Wait, Matt, who? Matt. <laughs> I don't even remember who what? you are. So, uh, let let's talk about this uh, Colts game here for a little yeah. bit, and then we'll move right on to the Bears because I don't want to talk too much about this Colts game. But, dude, I think for me, like, there is no. Uh, what do they call those wins? Uh, I'm a little bust up here. They're, but they're, you don't lose. What's that word? There's no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I lost the word. It's gone. But uh, I hear you. you're, you're you don't get the wrong any... person. It's just a plant, what? bro. It's just a plant. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that comment by Aaron Rodgers <laughs> on the Pat McAfee show. Plant. But like, if, if you lose, like, you can't take anything positive out of that. Anyone watching that yeah. knows what word I'm talking about? <laughs> Chime Give in. him the no, word, so he can moral, just move on with his life. He just needs to move moral on. Moral victory. Life. There yeah. you go. There's no moral victories, right? right? Shout out to the Drew Cave. That that that's the Drew Cave over here on Instagram. Follow him, dude. But, Drew uh, Cave with that with that picture of you uh, in the window, like looking over my shoulder, trying to get in my house. <laughs> that was that was so good, dude. That, that was, was so good. He was like, "Let him in, bro. Let him in." He's like, "Nah, COVID season." <laughs> <laughs> nah, COVID, bro. No, but uh, th there is no moral victories, and 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 I and I really believe that. Like, you don't you don't lose a game, but there are some positives because they played a really good team. A lot of positives. I mean, yeah, you they, caught Aaron all Rogers the turnovers. Said it. Yep. You take yeah, the you turnovers out. Sorry to interrupt you, but you take the no, turnovers no, away. There you go. Aaron Rodgers said they had 
a championship level practice the week before everybody was feeling good in the neighborhood. It's a tale of two halves where you have this first half where the Packers kick their ass, you know, like it was a good game. It was a good game all around. And then the second half, they definitely adjusted and ran down our guts and, you know, everybody's whining about the run defense, but the, the defense held up considering where the offense put them in and special teams put them in places that we just don't need to be in. I mean, the, the turnovers were the difference and I don't know, the Colts are one of the best teams in the NFL. Like I, I feel pretty good two days out, you know, I feel oh, yeah. pretty good about where we are. And I do too. And it's funny because I was drunk that night, right? Sunday night I was drunk and I made a tweet. I think I Facebook post about it. And I said, uh, uh, don't don't just blame the defense. Like, did you see the offense in the first half? And people got mad. People were talking about, don't listen to him. He's just a cheesemaker. And like, first of all, I'm not a cheesemaker. I work at a cheese factory. I didn't get to that level yet. <laughs> I was about so, to say, that's pretty high level. I, that's like, yeah. that. yeah. I unload the milk trucks, all right? No, but like, <laughs> but like <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't talking about like, bashing the offense and bashing Aaron Rodgers. I was just saying that like, dude, like that whole game that was even like, I think though they, they, they lost as a full complete team. And I hey, love the more, but like you could throw the, maybe even the coaches in there. I'm not, and it's not bashing. It's just saying it's equal. Like it, when you win, it should be that way too. But when you lose, everyone likes to just stab on the defense and I get it. They, the, well, the one stopping is an issue. Defense has this this like stink on them right now. And like we're immediately ready to like bust on the defense as soon as we see them do well. And I mean, the, the, the reality is the defense got more pressure in that game. Uh, I was watching um, Wayne Larravee was talking about it. It's the most pressure they've gotten in the game in a while and, and since week one, week two. So, you know. I don't know. There were a lot of good things. I'm always known as the green shoots man. Like, oh, the green shoots over here and green shoots over here. And like, there were a lot of green shoots to me. But, you know, I think even Nagler, Nagler was saying how he watched it after and kind of felt that way, how how there were so many good takeaways. You know, the no-look pass, Devontae, MVS, like, <laughs> MVS had a great game except for the fumble. And like, it's just funny, this... I think I'm going to talk about this tomorrow on Packer Transplants, but, you know, I think the things that Aaron Rodgers has been talking about, you're seeing them play out. And um, you're seeing, like, you're seeing how the media can take a narrative that, like, some fat white guy decided was going to be the narrative, even though, like, the actual facts of the thing are this over here. And you see that. And then like social media is like, no, 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 no. We're not allowing that anymore. So I think this is really the first season for Packer fans, in my opinion, where it's not stupid dumbasses like me yelling about beat writers and like media, like saying stupid things. You're because of COVID, you're seeing this stuff happen in real time. And it's kind of crazy. Like I, I put this tweet out this morning that was like, I've been talking about Packers beat writers, not all of them. And this is not a condemnation of everybody, but We've been talking about this. I've been talking about this for years, and people are like, "Oh, shut up, you stupid gatekeeper! You just want to have everybody be a certain way." And it's like, no, I just I don't think it's fair to players that some asshole gets to put a narrative out there that's untrue, and that becomes the story. It's BS, you know. MBS ha literally got us to overtime. That's the real story, right? We wouldn't have been yeah. in overtime if not for MBS. We would not have had a Devontae Adams touchdown if not for an MVS block. 
and MVS is having a great season. So it's just funny. Like it's this classic thing where it's like, there's always going to be this thread that the Packers need to draft a wide receiver. And there's always going to be this thread that MVS sucks until some dickhead in the media decides that he doesn't suck anymore. Oh yeah. And, and, and that is the thing is like, uh, with like the defense is they got a bad name and I get it. They, they've been run over this season and all that. But once you have that stigma, once you have that, that, that bad taste that floating around, yeah. it's always going to be that. So like the Packers didn't score a touchdown in the second half, I believe. And like, I get it. They balled out in the first half, but you can't ball out in the first half and then not do anything in the second half. Like, you put your defense in a lot of bad situations. And that was my point. It wasn't that, like, screw the offense, Aaron Rodgers, you know, this and that. It was just saying, like, yo, how can you blame just the defense? Special teams had a turnover. Like, it wasn't just one. It was, like, in, in, a, in a few ways, not a lot, in a few ways it reminded me of that Seahawks game. When, uh, not, and because of, the last play and the turnover and all that. Wait, which Seahawks game? Dude, are you the trying to trigger me this week? It's already Bears week, bro. Bro. <laughs> no, but like, let oh, me <laughs> Matt. No, but like so many show. things, so many things had to happen for us to lose that game. Like that game was won. Like we, the Packers should have won that game. True, but, like, true, so true, true. But literally Jordy looked at Brandon Bostick and said, bro, I oh, got yeah, this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to come to me. Yeah. Leave the ball alone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, dude, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. No, I don't, I don't compare it that closely. I'm just saying it's like with that game, 13 <sighs> things I think they said could have happened yeah. differently. And 100%. Then won. You're 100% and, and, right. And not this game. I don't know if it was 13, but there was a few things that few if, things. if they happened differently – the package, but they lost. Like, I'm not gonna whine about I'm not gonna have excuse. There was no referees, there was no nothing. They lost the game because they got beat, they made some key mistakes, but it's not all on MVS. And then MVS gets the death threats. And I know a lot of people are talking about I, I see people say, Well, I bet he didn't get death threats, he just wants attention. Like, bro, I have got death threats. You don't have to be a yeah, you don't have to be like a celebrity to get a death threat. <laughs> Dude, I have been told if I ever come to the Chicago airport, not just Chicago, if I'm just passing through, they'll kill me. But bear fans, they don't all like most are cool, but I've had a few people and it doesn't Dude, speak for the whole I do not, bro. I do not go okay. When I'm in Soldier Field, a little tip for you. <laughs> do not wear green and gold. And go to the bathroom by yourself, okay? Let's just just don't do that. I will never like. I wouldn't go to a Bears game in in Chicago. Like, I don't. First of all, I I, I can't fight. So I feel like if someone attacked me, like that just game over. Like I did that just happened. Well, that's why me. you gotta have friends. That's why you gotta have friends. I, I'll, <laughs> like, I'll, bro, go by I'll try. <laughs> I'll try to make some. I'll try to find. Some. <laughs> no, but like I have no doubt that MVS got death threats. Like, were they real? No, like the ones that I got. Not real. It's probably some 14-year-old kid. But the point is that people did it. And my point with that, I don't want to talk about this too much, but, like, Packer fans are good. Like, I, because I think everyone talks about how great Packer fans are, and I, and I think they are. But, like, that is just a, f a, a few people, and who even knows they're Packer fans? I'm sure they are, because I've talked to Ty Montgomery and Brandon Bostick. I had them both on my podcast. Yeah. A little flex there. But, uh, and they they told me some stuff, and, like, People, it's not Packer fans. It's people. People are shitty, and people are Packer fans. So it's like it, it's not just Packer fans. People, I saw like other fan bases coming out. Oh, Packer fans, just, dude, shut the hell up. 
it's not just dude. I, I've heard plenty of stories about other teams in the playoffs. A kicker missed the field goal. They had to stay in a hotel because they're burning shit in his front yard. Like, dude, this happens because people are shitty people. And uh, but and it's I, pathetic. It's pathetic that it happened. And you know, look, I mean, I think that you saw, uh, you saw his teammates bandy about and and rally to his cause and be like, yo, we have your back. Um, on Twitter, on social media, on press conferences. I mean, that's what you want to see, right? Um, and you even saw Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers talked about it. I mean, I I have a feeling. I don't know I, what what is what is the chip for MVS? What is the thing that gets his blood going? You know, um, maybe this is it. I mean, he's had a really good season. He's he's yeah. just. He's bound to have a couple more breakout games and he always gives us that deep threat and he's proven now. I mean, also the PI, like, like without that, without that, uh, defensive pass interference, which was on, uh, on his guy, uh, we're dead in the water basically. Yeah. And like, like, like Drew said, not all Packer fans are good. That's what they're not all good. Uh, All right. (laughs) 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 No, they're not all good. But uh, speaking of that, I'm just gonna grab a beer right here. I can hear you. All right, grab a beer. I'm gonna we're gonna move on to the Colts because I don't want to keep talking about this. But yeah, like dude, MVS is uh, I I think he's gonna be great. Like I I don't know. I'm biased. Like I I hope that guys are good, and and I think that he has all the tools. He does to be good, and and he has the support of his teammates, mainly Aaron Rodgers. So like, why would you not think that? Like, like he can pull it all together. Like, obviously, people give criticism, and I'm cool with that. People think that I think that you should never criticize the Packers ever. Like, no, you can criticize them, just don't tag them. That, that's what irritates me. But that's the thing. I mean, I we were going to do this thing about trolling, about how, like, there's – I criticize players. I make jokes about the Packers' defense at this point because the Packers' defense has become a meme of themselves, right? It's like – the whole joke of like, oh my God, if we play 10 yards off, we're playing press coverage, right? <laughs> like it's it's funny because it's out there in the ether, but that's not, I love my Packers defense. If you start talking shit about the Packers defense, I'm going to not be happy about it. Right. So it's like, it's just, it's funny because you know, you kid, you kid, you're just like, oh, well, this is the defense we've inherited at the same time. I'm telling you what, when Z had that sack where his body is like completely sideways, dude, like there were some amazing defensive plays. Kenny Clark, Kenny Clark, like completely took over a couple plays. Rashawn Gary had some, I mean, like there's so many good things. Jair Alexander, there's so many good things about our defense to take away that, you know, is this the support group meeting? Yeah, you know what's funny? I tried to click that comment so many times, but it kept moving because people are commenting. But yeah, this is the support group meeting. Like, uh, like that's right. Because a lot of people think that like I'm like so positive. People say you're a cheerleader. You don't ever say anything bad. But like, I have no problem with someone saying bad. Like the defense, how they play off is just ridiculous. Third and twelve, play fifteen yards back. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous to me. But like I. My point is just don't tag the players. I, I don't no. after a game, after yeah. a game, the players don't not that they rush to Twitter, but like as they lay in bed at night and they, you know, like everyone, they you know scroll your shit. I'm they're human, they're doing the same. They don't need to see like you suck, you fumbled, or you're this and that. It's like to me, it's just stupid. Say what you're gonna say, you don't need to tag them. Definitely don't send them death threats. But I want to talk about the bears. Are you gonna go grab a new beer? I did, I already got it. 
Holy shit, you're like freaking. There's a refrigerator right here on the right. Then why do you even mention you got to go away and grab a beer? (laughs) (laughs) It's right there. Anyways, so. uh, Where's your beer? I I got a beer. They're not even in the refrigerator. I just brought them up because I didn't want to grab my cooler. I'll figure I'll just drink them fast enough. But uh, let's talk about this bears. Let's see what what, what people are saying. All right. What are the people Uh, saying? We got uh, Big B said Nagler. People are excited Nagler's here. <laughs> he, he, gets, he gets more love in the comments than we do on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> no, but shout out to Aaron Nagler tuning in. But uh, let, let's talk about the Bears. So it, it's Bears week. I'm about to do a Bears podcast tomorrow. I was supposed to do it today. Sorry. It didn't happen. No, I'm going to go on there. That's the thing with like with Bear fans is like they're pretty cool. Like they can take the shit because they know them. Dude, I was who's that NFL Network Bears fan? Uh, oh, um, why you got to quiz me? I forget his name, but there's an NFL Network Bears fan, right? Yeah. So I was on his Bears podcast, the same one I'm going to do tomorrow. And I was on it like I think before the season. And he was the previous guest. He was, he's a big time. Everyone knows who he is, verified and all these things. He's on NFL Network. And they're like, yeah, last week we had him on. And they're like, what do you think about him? I'm like, I think he sucks. I don't like him. And they're like, really? And then they, they didn't know what to do because like, they're like, you know, that's their guy. That's their guy. And I was like, I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure he's a good reporter, but he's a Bears fan. And whenever I see him in a video clip, he's talking shit about the Packers. So to hell with them. And I was like, no disrespect. I was like, I know that's your guy, whatever. But like, he's a Bears fan. <laughs> to hell with them. Yeah. He doesn't follow me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, my probably the the person I am most annoyed as a Bears fan is former President Barack Obama. <laughs> the second person I'm most annoyed as a Bear fan is uh, the the MSNBC anchor Chris Hayes. Adam Rank. Annoying. I don't. I don't mean Adam Rank. See, I knew that. Yeah. No, I knew that. I knew somebody was going to help you out. I knew there were at least yeah. two people watching once Nagler logged off. <laughs> no, but like. Yeah, it's nothing personal against Adam Rank. And like, no, and I like those, they're, yeah, I like those people, but yeah, I don't really want to. I mean, look, Caitlin Sharkey, she uh, used to cover the Packers. She now covers the Bears. I still follow her on Twitter. I think she's a really good follow, but like, it's super annoying when people that you like that do their job now cover the Bears. You're just like, ugh. Let me just check out this comment real quick. This guy says, Michael Leon says, I got escorted out of Soldier Field for fighting the night of Cobb's walk-off touchdown. Bears fans are always tripping. Like, which one, though? Yeah, I was about to say. (laughs) Well, wait. I want to – there's got to be more to it because is that – that he's got to be the one that Aaron Rodgers was talking about uh, today on the show, the one where there was the walk-off and he threw to Cobb to 2013 or 2014. I, I'm not. I'm not even sure. Like uh, 2016, it's got to be. It's got to be that one. But I want. I want to know what precipitated it. Was were you? Were, was there a chirping back during the game that I believe uh, had something to do with the chirp? The other chirping. Yeah, like, dude. I don't know. The, the, I love the Packers Bear rivalry. Like, dude, that's like how I started doing shit. Like when I first started doing shit, it was just making Bears still suck. The song I dance around a little circle. Bears fans would get mad. But then I, I realized that a lot of Bear fans started following me, and a lot of them are pretty cool. And I mean, because all. they wish they were Packer fans. They <laughs> wish the Bears were the Packers. But like, like they, if, if, I mean, how can you not? You want that city vibe, but you want the Packers to be your team. You know, it's like it's like they want the Giants, but they got the Jets. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that, I think that's what it is. Because I don't know, like. Like the Bears are more like uh like 
they'll go back and forth, but they're pretty cool. Like Viking fans get so butthurt so fast. Like That's because they only have one thing. What else is there to do in Minnesota? Like Chicago, at least you can be like, you know what? You know what? The Bears suck, but I still got Chicago. You yeah, know, we, go get we got Chicago a cool pizza. city. <laughs> it's a cool city. I can go hang out and go to the disco. I can do whatever the hell I want to do. And there's something to do because I'm in Metro. But Minnesota, you're like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Be nice to people. <laughs> I know that. Dude, I, I always say Minnesota soft. And I, oh, I don't know. man. Ooh. Yeah, I say, and, and they don't like that. So, but like growing up, because you grew up in Green Bay, right? Isn't that what you said last time? I, did, I, I was born here, but uh, no, I grew up in like Appleton, New London, and my parents moved to the Mita, Los Angeles. But yeah, like like Wisconsin until you were a certain Wisconsin age. until I was a certain age, then yeah, West Coast, then East Coast. So when you were growing up, who was the team that you hated? Because I, I know a lot of fans, like I was a Bears. Oh, always the Bears. Yeah. I remember, I was going to say, I re literally remember where I was the first time my grandfather played me the Ubers. Like, I literally am like, oh, and he's like, oh, this is funny. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And then, <laughs> and then like two songs in, they start playing the Bears Still Suck. And you're like, oh, okay. Wow. And he's like, this is the song. And then I remember like being at Kroll's West and I was like a teenager and I was, it was so cold. And I'm like, we're sitting there and like my cousins, like in the parking lot of Kroll's West and we're like getting ready for the game. And then like blaring out of this, like Camino, like, just like this, like, just, just blaring is bears still suck. And I'm like, we're playing the Eagles. What's going <laughs> <Dude>. on? <laughs> Dude, that just happened to me. Like, Three years ago, whatever, three, four years ago, I was at an Eagles game uh, at Lambeau Field. And I, I mean, my sister, you know, brought the whole family. We're in like a, I wouldn't say VIP tailgate, but it was one of those paid tailgate things or whatever, which oh, usually I don't yeah. do because like, I'm okay. poor. <laughs> but it was one of those tailgate villages things. And uh, uh, it was the Eagles game. And the Eagles fans were rowdy. You know, they're like, oh, yo, you know, you know, Eagles fans are. Yeah, and uh I'm waiting to take a pee, you know. There's like a, 27 people back. <coughs> and uh COVID. But uh <laughs> so we're All, waiting everybody to... I'm on podcast with has COVID the last week to week and a half. Like that's like I'm only allowed to do podcasts with COVID patients. So we're waiting there. <laughs> so <laughs> so we're we're playing the Eagles, right? And the Bears still suck song comes up. And everyone starts yelling, Bears still suck. Bear, and then Eagles fans are looking, they're all confused. Like, yo, they're playing the Eagles. Do they know who they're playing? <laughs> and I was like, and I was waiting in line and I was drinking. I was talking with these guys. I was like, dude, like, this is what it is. We don't care about you. You're just the assholes we got to play today. It, dude, <laughs> Bears suck, like, goes through my bones. Like, when I was a neighbor, my best friend was a Bears fan when mm. I was like 10 years old. And my parents would not let him in the house on Sundays. The Packers are playing the Bears. Like, he'd even try to come in the house. They'd, like, get him the hell out of here because if we hear this shit, we're going to knock this kid out, and that's illegal. So, <laughs> but, like, he would troll us, you know, because the Bears were good back then. You know, I was born in yep. 79. So, yep. I that had to have been, like, you know, 88, 89, whatever, 90. I remember when I was a kid, 94, this is the killer bees were coming. I was scared out of my mind. So, I'm betting it was about 90, 89, 90. So, the Bears were always beating the hell out of the Packers. <laughs> oh, excuse me. 
this mic picks up too much. I know. <laughs> my old, my You're old like, mic yo, I got this nice mic now. I got this. I got ASMR up in this piece. Yeah, you know, like all the mics. You have a, you, you see a mic and like I know that mic. I know exactly what it does. No, but like when I was growing up, dude, everyone hated Barry. No one cared about the Vikings. Like I didn't know the Vikings were a team until 100%. I was like fourteen. And because uh, you know, when, when you're a kid and you know, growing up in Wisconsin or anywhere really, you you watch your team. You don't know a lot about the NFL. You know, you know the division guys like the Bears, probably the Vikings. I might have known, but like at halftime, you went outside, put your snowsuit on, went and played football. Sometimes you didn't even come back to watch second half because, like you know, you wanted to play. But yeah. uh, I grew up hating the Bears, so like I know a lot of guys. Depending on where you live, it, like even in Wisconsin, it, it's more Vikings, especially when you were born, because the Vikings, you know, well, were more because competitive. Because of Favre, and they were more competitive. But yeah, I mean, the Bears, <laughs> they were that team. Okay, you know how Vikings fans are now with us, where like we're like it's their Super Bowl, right? Like when they play the Packers at Lambeau, that's their Super Bowl. You realize that, right? Oh yeah. When I was growing up, every time we played the Bears, that was our Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, we yeah, weren't yeah. going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. So literally the only thing we could hang our hat on was, can we beat the Bears two times in one year? <laughs> yeah, and, that was, <laughs> and that's how it is now for both the Packers, for both the Bears and the Vikings, because yeah. the Bears, like when they hired Lovey Smith, that was one of the things they said, beat the Packers. Yep. That is your mission. And yep. then, and after that, we'll see what happens. And like I saw a thing uh, on Twitter where this Vikings fan, he named off the top five best accomplishments. I don't know, forever. Yeah, one of them was like ruining Aaron Rodgers' collarbone. Is yeah. that right? There was like three of them were the Packers related. It was like beat the Packers in this game. Aaron Rodgers got hurt. It's like, so like they live and breathe around the Packers. The Packers don't live that way. Like, obviously, we want to beat the Bears. But like my hatred for the Bears is not Aaron Rodgers' hatred. Like, he doesn't give a shit. It's rivalry, and they, they, I'm sure they get pumped up for it and all that. But Aaron Rodgers doesn't give a shit about the Bears. Like, I give a shit about the Bears. Like, even the way, like, uh, when we were talking about MVS and all that, like, the the, the players got around him. The players have a different agenda than the fans have. They don't have our rivalry hatred. Like, yep. you see him, like, after... They, they would play the Bears back in Cutler days. Aaron Rodgers and Cutler, they'd go up together. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers just loved that Cutler played for the Bears <laughs> just because <laughs> yeah. it was easy. But yeah, it's different. It's it's the same. It's, it's, it's the same as the media, right? I say this too, right? So many people come because Green Bay is such a small market. So many people come here and they're going to go someplace else. So they're not going to stay here very long. So if you've only been here and it's not a, it's not a knock on people that do that. That's not what I'm saying. But it's just you have a different mentality when you're like, you know, I'm 43 and I've had literally the Bears still suck song on loop anytime I think of the Chicago Bears since I've been like eight years old. Right. So it's yeah. just like I'm I'm like a cult brainwashed fool. Right. Oh, yeah. And it, it's on my song list. Like if someone's in my truck, we're driving. We could be listening to like DMX or like ACDC. Like my music is all over the place. And then all of a sudden Bears still suck will come on. And they go to skip it, like, get out of here. You ain't skipping. <laughs> I, I will drive through town, windows down in the summer, screaming the Bears still suck song out my window. But, uh, but like, yeah, so, so, dude, this game particularly, like, it's never uh, an easy win. The Bears are obviously down. I think they're five and five now. They started off 
pretty good. And I told everyone the Bears are going to fall off. The Packers are going to go on a run because the Packers schedule obviously got easier mm-hmm. and uh, the Bears schedule got harder. And the Packers lost to the Vikings, but then they beat uh, who the hell they beat next. My memory That's is the Vikings. You drink too much. How can you remember I do. such things? I, I can't remember. But they, they, they lost to a team they should have won. And then they, they beat a team that was, you know, questionable. A lot of people. Oh, the, the Niners. Yep. Because obviously injuries and all that came in. I mean, the it. Niners. I don't know if that was off. I don't know if that was. The Niners. That's your point. Yeah. Like, the Niners had no one. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, but the beginning of the Bears season. Bears have no offense, though. Like, let's oh, call yeah. it. I mean, like, you watch that game. Oh, my God. The last game they played, it's like they literally have no offense. Where are they going to get their offense from? Like, I think they're going to make our defense look amazing, which I'm really excited about. So, who is the Bears quarterback this week? <laughs> that that is what I want. That's why I want to go to this Bears podcast so much. Because no, first of all, I is had that a... going to be your first question? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm going to record them. I'm going to do a podcast of my own. <laughs> no, but like, I had a Bears fan come at me this week and say, uh, Trubisky is going to own you guys. I was like, is that why he got benched? Because he was owning all these defenses. <laughs> Dude, if you're, I, I mean, excuse me, I made a, a post about it. it might have been a video, I don't even know. But I said, like, if you're going to come at me as a Bears fan, a Bears fan coming at a Packer fan, you, you're not going to start with your running game. You're not going to start with, like, the defense, which Bears have a really solid-ass defense. Really good defense. Yeah, but their really offense is trash. It really their is. Their quarterback trash. situation is garbage. Like, if they had a good quarterback, like, if they had, I don't even know who, who would have been available before the year, but if they had like if they'd have went and got Cam Newton, even like if they had a quarterback that was Cam Newton would give them a chance, yeah, yeah. But like what they have, like Foles, I liked Foles in uh, Philadelphia. I think he was yeah. good with. But I think a lot of quarterbacks, it's about that system, and it doesn't matter who dude. If they'd have brought Cam Newton, and they'd have destroyed his career too. They'd have probably ended it because any quarterback, dude, Jay Cutler was so good in Denver. People don't, people forget that. You're old like me, all right? I forgot that. Yeah. I totally forgot that. I totally blocked that out. And now I'm thinking yeah. about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, he, he was. He was like an MVP uh, contender at some point. I don't I don't think he ever won one. But, like, he was in the talks. Like, he was – so when he came to Chicago, I was like, oh, shit. Like, they got a quarterback now. And then he got there, and he was like that Chicagoness wore off on his body. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just went Everything to shit. I know, I know everybody gives the Vikings coach props, but like Nagy, they got to keep extending all that. They just got to extend all the coaches forever and end of time. I like Yeah, it. because I follow some Bears people on uh, on Instagram. Actually, these guys that I'm going to do a podcast with, I follow a lot of their Bears pages. I'm saying this, but you're not even pubbing. Who are they? Are they like, uh, are they like it, real Bears uh, fans or are they like fake yeah. Bears fans? It, it's the Bear Down Packers, uh, Bear Down Podcast, not the Bear Down Packers Podcast. It's a Bear <laughs> Down Podcast, and uh, but they all want the Nagy gone. Thing, seriously, oh, seriously, the only thing dumber than Bear Down is Skull. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so true. Because Bear Down, I think, I think came. I don't know when it started, but I assume it's because Jay Cutler was always down. Like, and I don't. <laughs> I don't, I, or it's I don't, because their mascot, like that's the greatest meme. Yeah. Like the mascot just falls forward. That d- discount oh, double joint. Yeah. So, so great. Yeah. So like of, of all the bears, uh, a, just abominable, just 
shit against the Packers. What is your favorite uh, Packers bear moment that has ever happened? There's so I many. Mean, so it's a tough I mean, for me personally, because I was there and also because of the lore, BJ Raji. Okay. NSC championship game in soldier field one of the one of the coldest games i believe it's like the third or fourth coldest game in nfl history and i was at the second coldest game which is the nfc uh championship in lambo in 2007 it's just that moment right where it's like bj raji and like this team you know tremont charles woodson uh you know jordy like this team was gonna rise up and you just were like holy crap we just did this and like that interception into the end zone with the like the you know dance moves yeah so good man that's got to be one of the great for me for my for my generation or whatever i guess that's uh <laughs> that's a big one so also you know we just passed them in the rivalry in our lifetime which is yeah. really like when you think about it over time the packers were behind the beginning of our basically our lifetime so the first half of our life they were ahead in the rivalry and we overtook them. So that's that's a generational moment that's really kind of um, exciting for us, for you and I, in, in this time right now. Oh, yeah. And I, I see a lot of Bears fans using that. Well, you just barely passed us. I'm like, yeah, but you were beating the shit out of us. <laughs> yeah, like so far ahead. Like before so far. far ahead. Like before far. Like it was like 100 games or something. It was like ridiculous. <laughs> you, <laughs> it, was like, it wasn't 100 games, but it was like a, it was a lot of games. Yeah. I don't know like Favre's record. I don't I, – I forget. Like I was watching a video today. Remember when Brett Favre made that uh, video with the Bears guys outside Soldier Field? And they were kind of rad. It was like a – Hundred years celebration, kind of a spoof little Saturday Night Live yeah. type skit, and I forget he said the record, but he, I think he lost like ten games to the Bears. It was a small amount. I don't know the exact number. Yeah, and Rodgers ain't more much. wins. Yeah, and we're, they both kind of have a similar win percentage against the Bears. That are it's, it's definitely over because that's allowed us to overtake them in the rivalry. Oh yeah, because we just demolished them with Favre with Rodgers like. I think we beat them with Hunley. Like, <laughs> like you're Rodgers. <laughs> you're Rodgers. What about what about Rodgers talking shit about TBLS? Like finally winning the coin toss. Oh He's yeah. Like, oh yeah. Tim Boyle finally won the coin toss. I was like, I put on Twitter. I was like, Tim Boyle's really good at winning coin tosses and running victory formation. Yeah, they're like, you know, Tim Boyle's probably on the sideline, half asleep. <laughs> they're like, hey, come in. He's like, oh, I get to go in. Like, yeah, just kneel it. <laughs> I get negative yards. He's going to have negative yards, I think, for his career. Yeah, don't no, Tim Balls, man. He was on my podcast. I froze up. I don't want to talk about it. But uh <laughs> No, but uh <laughs> You your your podcast froze during Tim Boyle like live? You didn't you didn't see it or I didn't tell you about this? So, no, it wasn't live. Otherwise it wouldn't have happened. But I was I had Tim Boyle on my podcast, right? Yeah. And and we're talking and we're I'm sober, so it's always harder. So it wasn't no, it funny? No. <laughs> it was a it was a solid pod. So like halfway through, like I'm going through these questions, and then my brain just shut off. And it never happened before. I've had a lot, of, you know, I wouldn't say a lot, but I've had a few Packer players on my podcast, and I just I just froze up and my brain just was like, Nope, we're done. And so I was like, uh uh, and it, I think that one was just over the phone. Right, so he's just like, eh, "What's going on over here?" And then I was like, oh, "I just froze up," and it, I'll edit this out. I was like, "All right, 
Uh, just give me a second. And he's like, all right. So then he just waits. And like 45 seconds goes by. And I'm like, dude, I got nothing. Like my brain is just like froze. And it's not because I'm nervous of this. I mean, he just lost all cognitive. Yeah. Problems. I mean, I was nervous because I'm always nervous when I talk to Packer players, but it wasn't like, you know, like, oh, you know, I love Tim Boyle, but I was just like, and then I was like, do you have any suggestions? Like, I'm just like, lost. I felt so embarrassed. And then he's like, and he starts talking. And I was like, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. And he's like, all right. So then I just started going. And I edited it. No one knew until I started telling everybody. But like, I don't care. I like, I'm not even embarrassed by it because like, dude, it is what it is. Like, I, I'm not perfect, dude. I'm not a real, I'm not a, I'm not a like a analyst. I'm not a professional. I'm just a Packer fan who gets to talk to cool people. Unlike you, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, well, but like, uh, so, so what you, you're saying is you're not nervous right now at all. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm pretty buzzed up, but I want to, I want to open these notes. Cause I want to, I want to ask you a question. Oh there. shit. You're going to open all the right. notes. All right. Okay. So the, the Packers have six games left, right? Mm-hmm. We play, uh, the bears at home. Win. The Eagles at home. Win. At the lions. Win. Uh, at no wait, No at home versus the Panthers. Win. Okay, uh, at home versus the Titans. Win. And then at Chicago. Lose. Don't come with, at me with Derrick Henry, okay? Like that. Don't even no. try. No, I, I've been hearing that a lot lately. No, Everybody's, I, that's all they got. That's like, and they ain't Delvin Cook. Come on. And, and like, dude, and, and like the Packers had to have learned from the Minnesota Vikings situation. Like you would, and 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 the floor talked about that. First of all, let's talk about that with Aaron Nagler. I'm sure he's you are gone. talking about Mike Pettin. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, but uh, talking uh, about learning and Mike Pettin, and you're talking about our <laughs> fan base. And I like Mike Pettin. I don't understand what the hell we're doing, but you know, I'm not. Hey, I don't get it either. Like, first of all, before I get to that next thing, like, what what what's the deal? Like, why have we not like learned and adapted? I I know that Nagler. Uh, he asked a question about this with yeah, uh, about Lafleur, third, about third and long, yeah. And uh, Lafleur actually gave a good, g- good answer. And first of all, it was a great question and yeah. a ballsy question because he 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 worded it first of all because like just as like a reporter or whatever the media guy, he worded it in a way that he asked the question without being disrespectful and not right. being a douchebag like some of them are. But uh, and. LaFleur said, like, we're looking at that. Like, and people are like, oh, they're just looking at it now. I'm sure they've been looking at it for a long time, but like now it's like, hey, let's do something here. Like, like the way the defense is set up a lot of times, it just it, like even in Madden, you're like, you're gonna hit triangle like down, you know. <laughs> <laughs> is that the button? I've been playing Madden a long time. I but, mean, like- <laughs> my funny my thing is what happens when we start press. Okay, so so two things on that, right? All right. One is what happens when, and this is a theory, okay? This is not like, this is a hypothetical. But what happens when we start pressing and our guys get their ankles broke because they get their butt beat? And then and we're like, oh, okay. like, oh, now you see why I played 10 <laughs> yards off, guys. So that, and then the second thing is like, we just don't know what we don't know. That's the inherent problem, right? Like for me, you know, if you, if you take the, it's really a third thing. If you take the 30,000 foot view that I take, it's really hard in this league to have a really good offense and a really good defense. And everybody's trying to do that right there. Right. And 
if you look, how many teams have a really good offense, right? How many teams have the balance? We just played one this weekend that had has some of the best balance in the NFL, right? As far as as far as offense and defense. But you look at the Bears, they're lopsided. You look at the Vikings, they're lopsided, and they and they they're, they're kind of like skewed lopsided. You yeah. look at us, and it's like when we take our head out of our ass as an offense. There is no one in this league that can beat us. No one. No one has a defense that can stop our offense on its best day. And that's without Alan Lazard. That's without, you know, missing uh, uh, Dylan, right? Like the little pieces, right? And like sometimes you put those other little pieces in and you take a bigger piece away and we still have it. All of a sudden you got Tunyon Sternberger. I mean, Sternberger had some blocks. Sternberger, MVS blocks, Lazard blocks. I mean, you start to turn this, this offense on. It is a weapon, right? In my opinion, I think you're always better served by that. And we've seen that over the last two decades. Yeah, I, I think that Sternberger doesn't get enough love because a lot of the blocks he does, a lot of the stuff he does. But like, I agree. Like, I think that like but you agree that this is the problem. Like people think you can have both. Show me a team, right? What is a team that you respect? Like even look at look at Kansas City playing last night. Look, they probably have like the most balance, but what is a team that you you see out there where you're like, man, I wish I had their defense and their offense. Yeah, and, and that's what it is because with, with with the salary cap, you can't have that. But like when it's hard, yeah, that's the like, hard piece to have. Both. If if you have like the Packers defense last year and their offense this year at their best, not not every game, but like at at their best, like, but it just doesn't it doesn't seem to work that way. Like you can go back in history and talk about these great teams or whatever, even like uh, Super Bowl thirty one team. You know, they had yeah. Brett Favre, they had those guys, and the defense was whatever, was awesome. I but mean, like, we had Reggie White. Yeah, but like that doesn't happen like normally. <laughs> <laughs> like, the day we got Reggie White, I, I can tell you right now, literally every person who's a Packer fan in my family can tell you exactly where they were, who's older than me, right, can tell you where they were when we signed Reggie White. That was the greatest, one of the greatest signings, if not the greatest signing in Packer history, all-time end of story. I mean, the guy... The guy had two sacks in the football in the Super Bowl back to back. Yeah, the end that, of the game. Like, yeah, oh, we, we we done yet? Okay, let me get another sack. I mean, so and and that's what you saw last year. That's what I was so excited about last year. Personally, was all the pressure we were getting with 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 the Smith brothers, you know. And I think that's where people were a little bit like, "What's going on?" This, you know, especially like week two, week three, four, five, six, and then I feel like in this game, that's kind of the underrated thing is that we. We did get pressure like Clark, Gary. You can't, no one can say Rashawn Gary is a bust right now. The kid is on the ascent, right? Oh, like yeah. he is, he is, he is headhunting. And him and Kenny Clark, to me, are like the anchors of our front right now. Oh, yeah. And the, the, but the thing is, like, people like to talk about Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith, more Preston than Zadarius, how he's not getting pressure. But like I said, it's with with Khalil Mack the the year before, not last year, the year before when they got him, and he had that amazing year. You know, Rodgers got hurt a little bit here in the first game, and like Khalil Mack went in a clinic. But I was like, dude, he's not going to do that next year. Like, no one can keep that up. If he can, then he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer, the best to ever play the game at his position. I mean, he, he had didn't. a pretty amazing game last week, though. Oh yeah, he's still good. I'm not saying that he fell off, but like no one can sustain that. And the same thing with Zadarius Smith, the president Smith Sorry, last yeah. year. They're not going to sustain that year after year where they're just you know doing all those things. Now you'd wish for him to get more, but like how much is that them 
And how much is that scheme? And how much well, is that like injuries? And like, did you how see much Preston Smith in coverage? Like you're looking and they got a touchdown, <laughs> and you're like, wait, why is Preston Smith covering that guy in the end zone? Yeah, and like, like what do you do with that? Like, can you really bring like I don't want I, I don't know. And I understand like you have to drop coverages and all this stuff. So like we're the we're probably the the dumbest two people to talk about this. No <laughs> yeah, and I agree. <laughs> people have asked me about that. They're like, what about because I'm a Preston Smith guy? Like, I love me to Preston Smith. When Bowl wants him, he's my guy. Like, and and like yeah. I, I love him. And yeah, then the toy, well, 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 what about this? And I'll be like, dude, like, I don't know why he's in coverage. Like, and I don't maybe there's a good reason but you don't dm you know. him be like yo preston in this play why are you in coverage <laughs> no i don't i don't talk to him blah, blah, blah. i don't dare but, no, to, but, your like, point, I don't but to your point about z though like this is what happens on the defense right this is why reggie white was so amazing is because when you key on z right there's got to be someone to step up i think on the flip side you look at Devonte. Devonte is having a reggie white like season if you will where you it doesn't matter what you do the guy gets open and i think you're starting to see that from z this season too like i feel like that game like he's starting he's one of those players that can take the team on his back and he knows really well not to do that in the beginning of the season do you know what i'm saying oh, like yeah. there is some veteran stuff that we're not even talking about where it's like if you're as good as Z now, I'm not, I'm not saying this in a cocky way, but like, if you're a veteran, you're thinking about this. You're like, bro, I got to get to the end one through eight. Like that's good. But like, I got to get nine to 16, you know? Yeah. And I, I think there's so much more to the game that like, first of all, that I don't know. A lot of people do probably no one listening, but most, a lot of people, <laughs> I'm not saying that people listen are idiots. I'm just saying that people are listening are, are our fans like me, but like, I think, I think that there's so much to this game that people don't get like Preston Smith going to cover. Just gotta be a reason They're like, any reason. I, I, I gotta That's believe one, that right? Patton, like, yep. I, I don't know. He, he irritates me, Patton. Like, but like <laughs> you and but, uh, I think there's only like two people that like Mike Patton at this point, but it's like really funny because he's got this like stink on him and I don't think it's, <laughs> I don't think he deserved it. Right. But no one can tell you why. Right. I think he should just make a press conference and tell us, like, why the hell are you doing this? <laughs> and then he would just explain it, like, hey, hey, you idiots, this, 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 uh, you know, he doesn't owe that to us because we're fans and they're not going to give out their whole game plan or the reasons why they're doing these things. But like, people talking about him getting fired, he's not going to get fired in the season. Dude, the Packers on a playoff run, you're not going to fire your defensive coordinator. First of all, what, what, when you do that, you're either bringing in an outside guy. So not what are you expecting to learn new defense during the season? That's not even even talkable. They're so not even going to be an interim person, right? It's going to yeah, be someone so, who's already on the team. So you're going to have more of the same. Yeah. So it's going to be the same shit because they learned from from him and he brought them in. Like it's not like uh, Lafleur brought all multiple pieces. He hired they, they, he hired Petten and then he brought in a bunch of guys to be well, linebackers. Coaches. To his credit, so so Lafleur so Petten was there when Lafleur got there, right? So yeah. he made a decision to say, "Hey, I'm going to keep this defensive coordinator." Now you know we've speculated on the show. I a lot of people thought he was going to make the move last over in the off season, right? Yeah. Um, not, but but again, like how was the defense bad? I think by I personally think by by Brian by by Gutenkunst getting the Z the Smith brothers, it really took a lot of the pressure off of Petten, right? Because 
pass rushers on the front line that can get to the quarterback kind of take every take the, the the pressure off of your the rest of your defense and having like a really good overall defense. So I think Lafleur didn't make that decision to fire him. So now people are like, well, you know, at some point Matt Lafleur is going to want his coaches. Right? Yeah, but he's got to have a good reason. Like if if they don't. If, if they don't go all the way to the Super Bowl, he definitely has a reason to fire Mike Pettin. You know, I think that's pretty obvious based on everything that we've seen. But at the same time, like only Matt LaFleur knows if it's Mike Pettin or his players or his combination or some other factor. That's that is why the defense is the way it is. And, and I think and that's like so true, because first of all, people don't know. Like you could say about like so many people like the coaches know what's going on in practice they know what's going on on film like they like we don't know like i, I think i saw a player talk about it uh, a different team and he was like talking about people talking shit about him and he was like you don't know my assignment like you don't know where i'm supposed to be and like that's the thing like we don't know preston smith's assignment we don't know savage or whatever player you want to talk about that might have not had a great play here we can there. speculate and and yeah. here's the thing here's the thing that I, you you'll see this a lot in social media especially with people where so, some of the people I have a problem with, like you're you're a whole little. I'm surprised you didn't have the lower third of like, why do people hate you? Part two. No, but, we're gonna uh, talk about that. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so you know, um, that's kind of my thing. It's like it, people get too, so big for their britches that they forget that, like, hey, you're not in the locker room. Yeah. Like, you didn't talk to coach. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't see all the stuff and that doesn't form. Like you can't just look at the all 22 and know what the fuck's going on. There's just no way. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Dedication. No, but like, I do want to ask you about that. Because, no, first of all, I agree with everything you said. You don't know. Nobody knows unless you're in that locker room, which I'm not. I tried to get in. They wouldn't let me. <laughs> <laughs> I know like, I got I got uh they're they're letting family in and I got this uh groundskeeper uniform I was gonna wear on the show tonight to be like you think I could get into the to Lambo? I was gonna ask Preston Smith if he'd pretend I was his brother, but like I feel like they wouldn't believe me. <laughs> I mean it depended it depends on how well you sold it. No, I like I could be a cousin, I could be anything, you know what I mean? I yeah. just want to get to a game. No, but like let's talk about this. Why do people not like you? All right, part two. All right, because I, I posted. Who doesn't a... like me? So many people like me, though. What do you mean? Oh no, I think ninety nine percent of people like you, but because you're well known, people see you. That, that that we talked about this last time. If if people don't see you, they can't hate you. See, I, I got I get a little bit of hate, but like you are more seen than me. All right, you do. I don't know about that, but. Like I posted about you and they're like, oh, you couldn't do it solo. I don't know if that was a slight at you. Well, did you did you see my response? Or I was like, I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hi. But like, I don't know what it is. Cause I see Nagler gets the same thing. I, I see people they don't absolutely love. Most people do, like 99.9% of the people love you both, I'm sure. But like there's always like those haters. Like, dude, I've I've got haters because like I made that post, like I was saying earlier, about the offense, and they're like, Oh, he works at a cheese factory. Like I don't know if that was hate or jokes. But to me, that's a badge of honor. I think that's I think that's like I think it's honorable. I think it's to so Wisconsin, and I think it's respectable as fuck that you work at a cheese factory. Like yeah, I, it's yeah. like it's like, oh, you work at Cheesehead TV. Yeah, I do. 
yeah, like and it. it. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't, I don't fine. love working at a cheese factory, but I'm definitely not ashamed of it because uh, well, people there's need... nothing to be ashamed of. It's oh like no, and there should be people like, oh, you were just a bartender. It's like you know what, like that's the Midwest, also, like that's who we are. That's that's like the heart of America, basically, is working class people. It's why the it's why the Green Bay Packers are so beloved over a, a lot of other teams because of a lot of what Wisconsin and the Midwest represents. I mean, anybody hating on that, I think is really dumb too. Like, well, first of all, like not shit. to get all serious, cause we'll bounce off this for real quick, but like anybody who works a job and gets paid on, uh, dude, there's no embarrassment. I don't give a shit. If you work at a gas station, you doesn't matter. Paper, dude, nope. Make your money. But like, we're going to choose factor. I'm definitely not like embarrassed of it like i think some people think i should be some people most people think oh that's awesome you work at a cheese factory but some are like oh you only work at a cheese factory <laughs> like i don't give a shit but anyways but also so, your work isn't what defines you i think that's no, the thing not. about america that we get so caught up with like oh what's your job and it's like there's all kinds of things that define you as a person you know i would say that you know probably what defines you as a person is your hate for the vikings I hate for the Bears, but I hate the Vikings. But you're more well known. I feel like your Vikings. I feel like because Minnesota fans are so like thirsty, they're so <laughs> thirsty for content. They're like, oh, people are talking about us, and that's why you're so popular because you like you rip on Vikings fans like so good, and people are like, oh my god, they're talking. <laughs> This guy is talking about us. He has tens of thousands of followers. Wow, the Vikings are good. Yo, that, that's something like, like, like my guy here, One Bad Llama. Like, he's been here the whole time. First of all, shout out to One Bad Llama for watching the whole thing. But uh, he, Damn, he's a Vikings he's been going fan. For 57 minutes. He's a Vikings fan? He's a Vikings fan. Did you not see the comment? Moldy cheese. But he's still here. He's, still here. <laughs> he's, hey, he's watching that moldy cheese get moldy. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Like, the, 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 that's the thing with the Viking fans. And, and, and not him. He's a good person. He's just trolling. He's just having a good time. And that's, I love that shit. Dude, I love being trolled. It's uh, He makes like little gifs of me and he's got like my head on things. I'm falling off cliffs. I'm doing all, getting run over by cars. <laughs> like, it's great. But like that. Dude, I love the rivalries, but like the Vikings to me, like they don't matter. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> Vikings don't matter. Like they're like they have nothing. They have a running back, and yeah, they beat us. We beat them, whatever. But remember, like coming they, out of the they season, beat us in their Super Bowl, bro. Yeah, and that was a oh, Super they had Bowl. Their Super Bowl. Yeah, like the, they won. We, they won the last game of the season. They're gonna hang that flag. We beat the Packers in week whatever the hell. And uh, they don't want to talk about week one, though. Because week no. one, they were all, coming into the season, I wasn't talking about the Bears so much. I was talking about the Vikings. And Viking fans are like, we're going to destroy you. We're going to go 13-3. and three. We're going to do this and that. Like, yo, Vikings lost to the freaking Cowboys. Like, what do you think about this? Like, Mike McCarthy, because I, I love me some Mike McCarthy, right? I've always have, always will. All right. But, like, he was out there smashing watermelons, all right? I heard about this. Yeah, I heard about this. Sledgehammer. I kind of want to do a reenactment of that. We should have done that for the show. We should do that. We, we should have started that for the show. <laughs> I thought about that because I've I've always loved that that whole bit. But here here's the problem with Mike McCarthy. I know you love Mike McCarthy, okay? Here's what I'm asking Packer fans to do. All right. Just remember who Mike McCarthy works for. He works for the man and the myth that created the myth and the most bullshit statement you will ever hear in your life, which is, 
America's team. Dude, that he was... works for America's team now. Mike McCarthy is fucking dead to me, bro. <laughs> now, when Mike McCarthy comes off that ledge and he comes off that America's team ledge, just like when Favre the trader came back to the fold, now, hey, Favre could literally do anything. He voted for Trump. I don't care. I still love him. He was a traitor at one time, but it don't matter. I don't care about his politics. He he is a legend, right? Mike McCarthy is a legend, but right now, dude, I dude, I, I have to agree with you on this one. No, I, I like Mike McCarthy. And I, I don't see it as quite the same as that. I hate the Cowboys and all that, but like with Favre when he played for the Vikings, people ask me this, and uh, this is like a, a, I, I never want to say this publicly because I think it's kind of sh- kind of fucked up. But yeah. uh, people said. What do you think about Favre playing for the Vikings? I was like, yo, I love Favre. It's kind of like your <laughs> screwed up. It's kind of like your uncle paid your way through college, but when you were seven, he molested you. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, because I I love Favre. Ninety nine percent of his shit. It's kind of a messy thing to say, and not to compare him to that at all. But I'm just saying is that I mean, you can love someone. Like I love Favre. Like. My whole life, dude, Favre could do no wrong. Yeah. Favre forever, like, his wife had cancer. Packer fans love the Favre family, and they should. And still, like, you know, Irv Favre and all these stories, you can, you know, pick out any type of story about Favre and his family. And it Packer fans love But when you go to the Vikings, I lost friends on this. Real-life friends, because I trolled Favre when he played for the Vikings. He got in that video when he got hit with the, hitting the balls with the football. Someone threw it to him. He wasn't paying attention. Hit him in the nuts. And he went down. And I laughed. I posted it every day. I posted this <laughs> video every day on my Facebook. And they're like, he's an icon. This and I was like, yeah, he plays for the Vikings, though. Like, I don't care. Like, like dude, I'm, I'm convinced, like, if my son would have happened to make it to, like, the NFL, which <laughs> I've seen him play football. It wasn't going to happen. <laughs> but if he would have and he played for the Bears or the Vikings, I'm not sure how to felt about it. I mean, I would have got those got that money i'm like you, you owe me a little something something but like i couldn't root for either of those teams i'd support my kid but like anyone any like even aaron Rodgers, if, if he went on to play for those teams while he's at those teams i would not support him if he left i'd be like all right i hope yeah i mean that's that's kind of how I, I mean it's funny there's there's podcasts that we did of packer transplants where you know, I'm like arguing with Nagler, like, oh no, he got $160 million. He owes it to the state of Wisconsin not to go to another team, blah, 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 blah. It's entertainment. Oh yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I mean, to your point, like when Mike McCarthy leaves the Cowboys, okay. But like the Cowboys suck. I hate the Cowboys. Dude, the, dude first of all, the Cowboys are never going to do nothing. Like the Cowboys never, never will never do nothing because of Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones runs it. He, I think Mike McCarthy's a good coach. I really do. I, I get that his shit got stale in Green Bay, and he probably need to re, re, revamp it, and he probably did, I would think, and he even talked about it. But, like, he, how much control does he have? And then he lost his quarterback and all. And well, that, I wonder, I wonder, like, you, you, you know, as someone who, like, when you get your goal, like Mike McCarthy spent his whole time trying to get to the Super Bowl, right? Okay, you get there, and it's like the greats, like Michael Jordan, they find like all these little chips to put on their shoulder, right? 
and Aaron Rodgers does that really well too, right? He finds all these little nits and, and yeah. like you, you kind of are like, oh, he holds grudges. No, he's doing that so that he has some fuel. So he has a reason to do that next level and that next level and that next level or other be, otherwise it just becomes like the next level instead of becoming like a tangible goal. And I think Mike McCarthy, something happened where, you know, it just, he lost to your point, like it got stale and he, he forgot that he needed to reset everything and, and kind of like reset what he wanted to do. Um, but I mean, apparently he spent millions of dollars figuring out what that was and here's what you get in, in Dallas. Right. No, but I, I think like what you said about putting a chip on your shoulder, I think that the Colts linebacker, how he made a statement because Aaron Rodgers said this certain linebacker, I forget exactly what, what he said, was one of the best in the league. So he took a offense to it, and everyone's like, oh, he's this and that. Like, I think he's just trying to make a chip. Aaron Rodgers never played against him, and he mentioned on the Pat McAfee show. I think that that player was just trying to give himself a little extra, like, I'm going to play Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't respect me, and they talked, whatever. But I think everyone, everyone in, in, in the NFL, I think, is trying to get a – that won a championship is trying to get a chip on their shoulder. That, 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 that like Brady does it all the time. Remember the Patriots, they'd be like one, the Super Bowl, like two, th two out of three years. And then they'd come back. They don't respect us. Like, dude, everyone respects you. <laughs> <laughs> they're all, they're yeah, all it's, it's there. It's everyone's Super Bowl when they play you. Like, how do you keep it going? Yeah. It's really yeah. So they would always try to get this. Like, they don't, they don't think we're good. Like everyone knows you're the best. You, you win the Super Bowl. Like, like three out of every 10 Super Bowl or whatever it was. Like it was like an insane amount. Anyway. Well, and it's funny to that point about Aaron Rodgers today where Aaron Rodgers was saying, um, he said this thing about the no look pass and how, because he plays for the Packers, they, that the media wouldn't show it. I thought that was really good. I mean, like dude, Aaron Rodgers talking points and my talking points over the decade about how small the market is in green Bay and how we are treated by these quote unquote national media. It's like, those days, like I know we're digr I, uh, digressing. I do want to say one thing about everybody's pointing at that Mark Daniels comment from the beat reporters. Yeah. But like there was someone who no one is talking about. Like they allowed Rob Reichel to ask a question on Sunday. And Rob Reichel is the same guy who wrote this article headline. Aaron Rodgers' latest stinker reminds everyone why the Green Bay Packers drafted Jordan Love. So they let that asshole ask a question. <laughs> they let anybody ask questions over there at 1265. It's really funny. Yeah, so the thing with the thing with, with Mark Daniels, like like I no disrespect, but I didn't I don't know him. Like I don't I don't no one follow him. him. Yeah, like I don't I don't he's know. He's on like, he's on cover two with Jason Wildey. He's on WBAY, which is Chris Roth's show on WBAY Green Bay with Jason Wildey and Rob Namoski. So it's typically the three of them. He's on WNFL, which is radio um, that has two stations, an AM and an FM. It's very weird station on a PA. Says a lot of weird stuff. Um, you know, it's small market, small market uh, in a small market. So are, are you do you do you know him? Uh, I do not know him personally. I he's literally asked between him and Bill Huber to me and personally, they are neck and neck with who asked the worst questions for the literally the last like five years. Yeah. Like, cause like, like my thing, cause I don't, I don't want to shit on guys, but like what he tweeted and like, like, I won't apologize. I won't apologize. And then 24 hours later, he apologizes. 
to me, it's like it, I didn't even see that. Yeah, because he tweeted like, I, "I'm not going to apologize. This is what I think. This and that." And then he ended up apologizing. So obviously, people above him said, "You better apologize." <laughs> yeah, funny well, how like, that I, works. Funny how no. like funny how you. To me, what's funny, dude, is when 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 people realize they're part of the entertainment complex. And what really blows me away is when it takes someone to in their 60s to realize that, oh, hey, people are paying attention and they're not going to put up with your bullshit. Well, yeah, because like that's, I, I, I didn't have any respect for him because I didn't know him. But like from here on out, like anything he says, because someone said that he's the one that uh, asked a question because obviously he asked that question. Oh, so you remember How when Aaron Rodgers. Yes, yeah. he, he asked about the how do you live with. But remember when Aaron Rodgers had the Pat McAfee show about four or five weeks ago, and it was the whole media blow up thing. I think you and I had our show that that same day, the first time we did our uh, the, the first time we did the show together. Yeah. And it was literally always about a Mark Daniels question because the way he asked the question is one, disrespectful, has no context, is completely unprofessional to start, right? Yeah. Then it's like usually like, how are you going to live with the guy? Now, here's. Yes, I'm going to talk about this on Transplants tomorrow, but again, it's the alternate narratives and how we allow ourselves, how how the threads can go this way despite the truth being this way. And that that's something that happens that everybody complains about. And then people are like, oh, well, you're just bitching about the media. And it's like, no, we have to see these things because they're just going to keep perpetuating themselves. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I have no problem with the media. I don't I actually am like, I try not to talk shit about the media because I get that they have a job, but like when you're just a total asshole and you're not like, like, cause like Nagler, when he asked that question about, I forgot what we were talking about earlier, but like he asked a question a certain way. So like, it's a tough question, but not disrespectful. Like if, if you're in that position, like you're on the radio, you're whatever the hell you are. Like, that's why they don't have guys like me in there. I wouldn't ask a shitty question, but I'd ask a stupid question. Probably too nice. Like, how is it being the best coach ever? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I like, mean, I, you see what yeah. happens when, like, I ask questions. I'm asking coach about, like, hey, how what was the commercial like working with David? I'm, like, yeah. asking about, like, what, like personal, not personal, but, like, professional things that are fun, right? Oh, yeah, um, that's. That's what you know, I so I don't know that. That's that's what I would do. I remember the first time I was in the press room for the Green Bay Packers, and I was literally so in shock and awe that I was sitting there with my little camera. I'm like looking at Nagler. It was during uh, shareholders for like about maybe eight years ago. Shareholders that they have, and they allowed us in, and I'm just like freaking out, and I'm like. Uh, uh, and I'm like thinking of what I'm gonna ask Ted Thompson, and I'm like, dude, you're not gonna ask Ted Thompson anything. Just shut the up and sit down <laughs> and just like enjoy the moment and just like dude just let nagler ask the question and shut up yeah and then that's kind of like, i've had a few packer players on and all my questions are soft and i tell them that like dude i'm not trying to be esp i'm not trying to get to some story no one's like gonna be quoting a rambling matt Ramon show <laughs> like, it, it, it it's just fun like as a fan but uh I, we have a Anyways, we're just gonna. <laughs> no, hey, let's just. What were you gonna say? We have a lot of what? We have a long ass question here. I was gonna read it, but like that's a long ass question. Well, read it. You can't read. I don't know. Is it not good? I don't think he's being nice. But anyways, uh, <laughs> first of all, first of all, Billy Watts, that's... that that was a joke. It's not that serious. I wasn't. Anyways, he's mad. 
Oh. But anyways, appreciate you coming on. Packers transplants. Uh, tomorrow everyone, night. Are you going to watch it for the first time tomorrow night? I, I will watch it. What time's it on? <laughs> <laughs> At least uh, I'm waiting for the... Okay, so we have to have one start of the show where you say, how the fuck do you pronounce your name? That's just, that's, that's, I know I've made it when, when that happens <laughs> and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm on there, Matt. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, 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 how the fuck do you say your name? <laughs> I actually know your name because I know someone that has the same last name, Benke. So no, I, I, I know, I just want the Westendorf treatment. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, if, if I didn't know someone that had your last name, you'd get the same thing. I'd be like, Hey, what's up, Corey? Binky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, tomorrow night, uh, live, live, um, five o'clock, uh, central on cheesehead TV, cheesehead YouTube, TV, YouTube, Facebook, YouTube, cheesehead TV, YouTube, and Facebook. All right. I have to pee so damn bad. All right. <laughs> it's always good talking to Corey Bangy from cheesehead TV. It's been a good talk. Uh, <laughs> check them out. Cheesehead TV Packers transplant Twitter, you know, follow them and all those things. All right. Go pack, go, baby. Go pack, go, baby. Thanks.